This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys talk about education conferences, some things to do while you're at one, and also some things to do when you can't be there in person. We've got an East Initiative update, all of that and more up next on EduTech Guys. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, edutechguys.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of EduTech Guys Radio. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madoff. Yeah, hey, welcome back. This is the first podcast of the new year for uh, the EduTech Guys. Yeah, you're probably wondering where we've been. Yeah, we, we fell off the face of the planet. I was hiding much. under a bed <laughs> for most of the holiday. Well, <laughs> you were you were cooped up in the bed for most of the holiday, really. Yeah, I had a little 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 health thing there. So yeah, I man. spent some time at our lovely hospital. And- <laughs> Feeling much better now. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show. Don't forget yeah. to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. Just go out to the web. You'll find us, like I always say, and I'll say it again in this new season, go to Google, type in Edutech Guys, and heck, you know what? You're going to find us. Don't forget to visit us on Twitter and uh, let us know what's going down and become our friend. That's right. We need, we need friends. Friends and followers. We'll t- we're happy to have you. Happy to have you. <laughs> So yeah, David and I are getting ready. Uh, this is, uh, I guess we can say this is our conference season, yeah. even heavier. Well, yeah. We just got back from AESA and we've done some conferences in the fall, but now we're getting ready to head to uh, FETC in, in Orlando. Yeah, so uh, that's coming up uh, really like next week as far as when this comes out pretty yeah. much. I mean, you know, we're uh, heading that way. He- we'll be heading that direction. And of course, you know, they moved it this year. You know, usually it was kind of a, a Monday through Friday thing yeah. and they backed it up. Now it's a, it's a Sunday through Wednesday, yeah, basically. I think it's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll be surprised to see how many people show up on Sunday. I think that probably might, you know, lessen their numbers. Yeah. I, you know, I, on the front, front end, you know, definitely. I, I would, yeah, I, I would definitely agree. And it, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if the overall numbers are down. Just because, you know, you're, we're going to have, I mean, I'm assuming that, that we're probably going to have similar numbers Monday, Tuesday, for sure, I would say. 
that they normally have. But, you know, with coming in on Sunday, and it's not just coming in on Sunday. I mean, that Sunday starts it. So really you have people coming in on Friday and Saturday, which I guess maybe that lends itself to having more people come in. But by the time they get to Wednesday, uh, you know, people will be skirting out of there. And, and in the past, you know, when it went through Friday or at least Thursday afternoon, at least I was thinking anyway that they'd have a lot of people who would just stay and spend the weekend. So, you know, they'd stay there longer. But now it's going to end in the midweek. Well, people are going to be, you know, grabbing airplanes, which on top of that, you have the government shutdown, at least as we're recording oh, this, wow. we're still shut down. Yeah, so TSA. you have all of the stuff going on with TSA and air traffic controllers. and Didn't even think about that. I, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting time over the next couple of That's weeks. That's going to be interesting. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, so that's where we're heading. And uh, so today we thought we'd talk about, we don't have a guest for today. We've got guests lined up for the rest of the, the, the season. But we thought we would talk about going to a conference and, yeah. uh, you know, what what to prep. You know, with podcasting becoming so prevalent, especially in education, and now podcasting and live interviews and podcasting opportunities at conferences, you know, you better bring your A-game. <laughs> yeah. Because... <laughs> We're going to be gunning for you. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, and, well, and if not us, I mean, I, I'm just going to say this. You know, if it's not us, there's a good chance it'll be somebody. Yeah. Somebody's going to be carrying around a microphone, a recorder, or something. And, you know, and and my guess is that at this FETC, especially, but also the rest of the conferences. Um, my guess is we're going to see a whole lot more folks who are doing that, you know, uh, used to do um, kind of vlogs, you know, hold your phone up and, and, and do the Instagram stories, that kind of thing. I think that's still a thing. But with podcasting really catching on the way it is, I think we're going to see a whole lot of folks who are who are just doing the audio side. Right. And, you know, we're not blowing our, our, our own horn here, but... You know, if you don't get someone like us, we're pretty used to interviewing people at this point. Sure. And so we can help you get through those awkward moments of, you know, who are you? What do you do? And, you know, share with us your educational journey. Um, you should be prepped for that. So you should start thinking about, um, think of the elevator pitch. Yeah. And, and think about when you go to a conference and someone sticks a microphone or a recorder in your face and says, you know, blah, 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 blah. Think about your educator, your education elevator pitch. Like, one, what do you do and what's your passion right now in the field of ed tech, education, uh, you know, learning, curriculum? Get that together and then probably get together one for that conference. You should think about right. that on your trip there. Like, okay, why am I going to the conference yes. and what's my elevator pitch for this conference? Yeah. And and that's it. And I'm so glad that you went down that road because that's exactly where I think uh, a lot of folks don't necessarily put in um, a lot of thought. You know, we're, you're going to this conference, and it doesn't matter which conference it is, but just for the sake of argument, you're going to FETC. That one's coming up. Um, you've, you know, you've you've convinced your uh, supervisors, whoever needs to approve it. You've convinced them that if this is a good thing, it's worth going to. What are you? hoping to get out of it what do you want to get out of it what do you need to get out of it yeah you know like jeff said what is your fetc elevator pitch in terms of why are you here why why fetc out of all the conferences yeah. that go on all year long 
why are you at this particular conference? And the one that your district has, you know, right. decided you, they'll they'll pay for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, exactly. You know, hopefully you're going. But you know, I would suggest, and I think David would agree, you know, three to five. Yeah. Pick you three to five things that you're going to talk about about what that conference means to you, what you get out of it, and um, you know, make sure that it directs back to your personal philosophy. You know, make sure it goes back to what you're all about and what your elevator pitch is about and throw that throw a little bit of that in there too. You know, throw it in the mix, stir it up, yeah. put some cayenne pepper on it. <laughs> you know, that's not make a little spicy. bit of bam. Yeah. Spicy the meatball. There you but go. you know, that's yeah, I think that would be great. Because for when you sit down at our de- our table, um, you know, when you yeah. sit down to, to talk with us, we're gonna ask you those pertinent questions, hopefully. Yeah. You know, tell us what you're here for and and we're active listening. And so I think that brings me to the next thing is not just as the at being interviewed doesn't mean you get to just sit back. You really need to be an active listener. And so listen to yourself and listen to what the the interviewer is asking you, you know, and, and really pay attention there. Um, if you get a good interviewer, they're going to be actively listening. And so they're going to give you the they're going to pick up the prompts and they're going to give you some more cues and help you get down the road. But being an active listener all the way around is a, is a big deal. For, for me, I always have to tell myself, OK, Jeff, shut up and listen. Yeah. You know, it's time for me to shut my mouth and listen to what this these people are telling me, because uh, that's a really big deal, I think, in a conversation. Well, and and not just if you're being interviewed for a podcast or but I think that's one of the things that that can benefit you in any of the in any of the uh, sessions that you attend. You know, a lot of times we go to a session and we might sort of semi actively listen for the first. 10, 15 minutes during the intro and then, you know, sometimes it gets a little dry or wanders off or what have you and so maybe we wander but, you know, will our mind wander or our phone starts buzzing whatever. I, I, I think if you want to get the most out of any sessions you go to at any conference, you've got to be that active listener. You've got to be paying attention to what that person's saying, writing down the notes that, that jump out at you. You know, what are the things, some of the highlights that are pertinent to you or someone that you work with? You know, it may not directly relate to you, but you may be like, oh, man, Joe would love this. I need to, you know, I need to make sure I, I remember to mention this yeah. to Joe or whatever. So that you are being an active listener, taking, you know, you're actively taking uh, appropriate and proper notes. The other thing is, um, depending on the kind of person you are and or what session you're attending, by being an active listener, if you have additional questions and you get to the end of the session and, and they either have a Q&A or you want to step up and, and just, you know, shake hands with the guy, the guy or woman, whoever, the presenter, and say, you know, um, hey, love your presentation. I got a question about this. And you turn around and you ask them about something you were actively listening, then they are going to pick up on that and go, yeah. oh, wow, you were really paying attention to what I was saying. And it, it just it makes the whole experience much more relatable. Yeah. And so uh, a couple more things on that uh, along that. Don't forget to share the love when you're being interviewed. Um, yes. If you've got um, a company or a product or a fellow teacher, educator, that you give them a shout out. Don't don't hesitate to give Nearpod or Buncee or Soundtrap or any of these people or, you know, David Henderson and give their give their social media you know uh, tag also. And so that brings me to that one. Don't forget to share your information in the interview. Yes. Uh, the very first thing you should do is introduce yourself, where you're from, what you do. If you get that opportunity, the beginning or the end, or both, put in your uh, social media tag and your email address. And, and I'll go ahead and give you an idea of what we do now. Most of our business cards are just at Edutech Guys. Yeah. Because that pretty much defines us on the web. If you look up Edutech Guys, or especially at sign Edutech Guys, 
you're going to find us on the web. So I highly recommend that you know you go out to one of the uh, the, the business card places. There's a lot of them out mm-hmm. there. Some of them will send you 50 to 100 or more for free, and just have your name, uh, your social media handle, and your email address. That's all you need. Yeah. You can hand that to the person interviewing you, and you can share that with the, you know the booths. You can put it in for drawings. It just kind of works out really well there. Yeah. And you, you know keep your social media handle out there because that's the way you're probably going to hear back from those folks anyway. Yeah, exactly. And and while you're at it, while you're at the conference, you also want to keep up your social media game. I mean, send your Instagram pics, create your Instagram stories. Tweet stuff out on Twitter, post your stuff to Facebook, whatever groups you might belong to, whatever hashtags you're following, make sure you include that kind of stuff. Maybe you're doing video and you want to throw up quick YouTube vids. By all means, throw them out there, record those, do whatever you need to do. But share your story, um, not just for you, not just for the folks who who follow you, for, for your friends, family, all that kind of stuff, but also because that becomes a record of your attendance and what you're learning. So when your boss, you know, your superintendent, your director, whatever, they see that you're putting this stuff out there and they see that you are posting items that are relevant to what you're learning, then they see the ROI. They see the return on the investment of sending you there. Exactly. And and you're sharing. And everyone knows sharing is caring. <laughs> so, but you know, you are sharing with your, your colleagues, your peers, and yep. your students. That's a really big deal. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> so I'll tell you what, let's take a, a little break. And when we come back, let's talk about what you can do if you can't be at a conference. You're listening to edutechguys.com. Don't just listen to us. Bring us into your district today for cool, exciting professional development. We'll teach you and your students how to take podcasting to the next level and use it to reach your classroom and to reach the world. Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys or head over to EduTechGuys.com. Scroll down on the page and fill out the form and we'll be in touch. Bring EduTechGuys to your school. Hey, welcome back to EduTechGuys. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. And today uh, we were talking a little uh, earlier. We talked about things you can do while you're at a conference, but what are some of the things that folks can do that wish they could be at the conference but they can't be there. Well, number one, you can uh, cry alone in your room because you're not at the conference. That's the first thing. Fetal position. Then you can you control uh, all the social media and be obnoxious to those that are there. No, <laughs> but you know there it is, the kicker. Um, I think that's the biggest one, and, and you yeah. mentioned it earlier about when you're at the conference. Um, those of us that so if you can't make the conference, you're relying on those that are there to keep you abreast of what's going on. Yep. Now every great conference has wonderful follow up, so you can go on and download a lot of great stuff after the conference is over, even if you didn't get to attend. Right. But you know, to be in the heat of the moment and kind of keep up in the conversation and be an active part of the conversation of the conference is on social media. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, generally speaking, you know, especially the big ones, but every conference or, or most every conference has some kind of a hashtag that you can follow. So hashtag FETC, you know, I don't know some of the other ones, you know, um, hashtag, you know, ISTE always does theirs with a year after it. So hashtag ISTE, you know, 19, 20, whatever they're going to be. But a lot of conferences have also started doing hashtag not at like FETC or not at ISTE. And so you want to make sure that if you're not able to be there, you want to follow both of those hashtags because the folks that are tweeting stuff out and posting stuff under the not at hashtag are going to generally give you some more 
some some insight, some behind the scenes stuff. Um, sometimes they even run their own little, I don't know, like promotions, oh, competitions, yeah. contests sure. for the people who wish they could be there but can't be there. Well, and there's the thing, uh, you know, they don't know you're not there. So right. if you're on social media and you're doing your job, then you know, and you're you're wanting to make sure that you're part of the conference, they, they don't know that you're not there. Yeah. So, but the other cool thing is, I think you should get yourself a conference buddy. And I, I was thinking yeah. about this when I was working on an article along this lines was, if you know someone that's going to the conference, or just you know have met them in another conference, and maybe you've never met in person, but you know each other through social media and online, find yourself a conference buddy and get along with that conference buddy, and you two can work in tandem uh, to keep your story going. Yeah. So whether it's on Instagram or on Twitter, you can actually have a nice you know, rapport going there with that person and keep that warning pretty neat so that you're keeping questions going to that person. Well, hey, will you check out the Nearpod site or will you check out the you know the, the Microsoft site or what's, what are they doing with Skype, you know, Mystery Skype and things like that and kind of keep that conference buddy thing going on um, and, and that will give you something really neat and you might find other conference buddies that want to jump in and pretty soon you've built yourself a whole group there, another tribe online you know, just for that conference, which would be really pretty cool. That's very cool. I really love the idea of, you know, I've heard of conference buddies in terms of, you know, you pair up with someone who's going and essentially you attend virtually uh, to whatever sessions they go to, but you kind of touched on actually working together. So if I'm your conference buddy, then yeah, there are some sessions that I want to go to, but there may be sessions that you want to go to. You can't be there. So you ask me, Hey, would you mind going to this session and tweeting it out or heck, I don't know, maybe even putting on Periscope if Mm -hmm. the session lets you do live or, you know, whatever else where we can actually co-participate even though we're both not there. That's cool. It gives that person the opportunity to be an active social, you know, media participant during that actual session or during the conference. You know, it's just really kind of a neat idea. I think it would be a lot of fun for them to do that. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, find yourself an an online conference buddy that's going to attend if you can't be there. And, uh, you know, it's not like you're there, but it's uh, the next best thing. Yeah. Well, when you can't be there, it's a way that uh, you can participate. So I I got to thinking, you know, another interesting thing that you might be able to do and and, and this, a lot of this depends on if this is the kind of person you are or, or what your, where your interests are, that kind of thing. But um, if you can't be at the conference, then uh, as you are seeing what other people are posting, you maybe you go out and you find some other quick tidbit information, a, mm-hmm. a, a how-to, a helpful thing. Maybe there's a, a YouTube video about whatever it is they're tweeting about, and you throw it in there among that conversation, and somebody goes, oh, I didn't know Nearpod could do that, or I didn't right. realize Soundtrap did this, or that anchor provided that right. you know because you not being there you have um i don't want to necessarily say a little more freedom but by the same token you know you're not confined to that session room so you while that person is tweeting about their particular session and what's going on you can kind of do some background research or some just kind of bonus information yeah. that you throw in there yeah. And who knows, you know. Or even real time. There's well, that's real, what I mean, real time. I mean, in real time. Well, and there's the real cool thing about it is, is if you're not there, you can actually help uh, the whole conversation with your voice. Because um, I might be at a session on uh, podcasting. And, you know, I'm tweeting out about it. And you're my uh, you know, conference buddy. And yeah. you're, you're in your classroom, you know, handling daily business, teaching, educating kids. 
And um, you can throw some voice into that conversation that hasn't been brought up in this conversation that I'm at at this session. Yeah. And so those following that feed are going to pick up some extra stuff that maybe aren't at that conversation or are live at the session. So that's a really big deal. I think that that gives, you know, because the really interesting thing about social media and about conferences are is that those are one offs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you go back and if I go to a conference and then I take it back to my classroom, that's just my experience. Well, we need to share that experience because my experience in the classroom is different from five states over. Sure. So that's that's a really big difference. And if we can do that in real time during that conference, so those those conversations are being had so that when maybe I'm at the conference and you make a good point because you're in the classroom while I'm at the conference that night at dinner or that day during the hallway where all those big conference stuff really happens. I bring that up and we get that feed going and that thread starts. So it's a really big deal. Yeah. You can be an integral part of a conference by not being at a conference. Yep, absolutely. And you can learn just as much from them. Yeah, very cool. So if you've got some other ideas, things that uh, people should do or, or could do if they're at the conference, or things that people can do if they're not at the conference, let us know. Reach out to us. Hit us up on Twitter at EduTechGuys. Uh, you can uh, reach out to us directly if you want. You can email it to, to us, contact at EduTechGuys guys.com or jump out to edutechguys.com and scroll down to the front of the web page fill out the form and say hey here's an idea or here's a couple ideas or here's some things that i've done and uh, we'll be happy to share those out while we are at fetc hey let's take a quick break and let's hear from the east initiative about what's going on with the east initiative we'll be right back after this hi there i'm april jackson and this is your east update this week we sit down and talk a little bit with a student from Midland High School. She tells us how her time in East has helped her see herself as more of a leader. So I went, I was by myself a lot. I never talked to anyone. Then when I was in his East class, he, it was like, in the beginning, it was like pulling teeth trying to get me to talk. (laughs) But then getting, to know more, it was like, okay, I need to speak up or else I'm just going to get left behind. I didn't get left behind a little bit before, but now I'm not scared to ask questions at all. And if you asked me a year ago, I, if you asked me, are you a leader, I don't think I would say yes. But now, looking back on everything, I feel like I am. If you're interested in learning more about our students and how they're developing into great leaders, follow us on social media at The East Initiative or visit our website at eastinitiative.org. This week's student composer is Trinity from Martin Luther King Elementary in Little Rock with her song, The Matrix. Thanks, Trinity. With your East update, I am April Jackson. Great stuff, as always, from the East Initiative Update. Ah, thank you guys so much. We appreciate uh, this uh, partnership, basically, that we've uh, developed with uh, the folks at East. And looking forward to their, their conference coming up here. Yeah, really soon that's this right. Spring. So we're, we're, we'll be there. And so it's uh, going to be a fun conference. So yeah. always great stuff from them. Uh, hey, listen, if you want to find out more about us, we're going to be in a lot of places. Like we said, FETC at the end of January, coming up pretty soon. Yeah. And, and then, then we're in... Uh, at the end of uh, February, we'll be in Chicago at the ICE Illinois uh, education conference. Uh, then in uh, April, we're at uh, we're NASA. Yeah, with NASA. Uh, Conrad Challenge. So we're looking forward to that. Going to see a lot of great STEAM and STEM stuff going on there to help yeah. help the world. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what those kids are doing. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. If you want to get in touch with us, don't forget edutechguys.com or catch us on social media at edutechguys. Yeah, I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Oh, I did that backwards. It's okay. We'll see you next time. <laughs> You've been listening to the Edutech Guys. Edutechguys.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all, all. But don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.